Let us begin. Hello and welcome to Brew to Steel. I'm your host, C.G. Monty Ale. I hope all of you have enjoyed your week so far as you now wind down to the final days of summer. It's now it's Labor Day weekend. And with the weather starting to cool down, I will start having some more cold weather beverages here in future editions of Brew Distilled as you go into the fall and winter season. So do expect that here in future editions of Brew Distilled. And have an NFL update for all of you, along with a recap of Marvel's What If Episode 4, which is by far a very dramatic episode, a very moving moment in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'll be recapping that here momentarily. But first, still have an NFL update for all of you. As we all know, Cam Newton has been cut by the New England Patriots, and Mac Jones will be the official starter in Week 1 of the NFL season for the New England Patriots, which just comes as a surprise move, because many thought that we were going to have a two-quarterback system potentially with the New England Patriots. But now it does appear that Mac Jones will be the main guy in New England. He'll be the successor to Tom Brady officially, as now the Patriots appear to have found their franchise quarterback, would appear still right now at the moment. Which will no doubt open up a very interesting storyline in this upcoming NFL season. Speaking of storylines, as I recap the season of the NFL here in Brutus Sealed, I'm going to be recapping what I see as the six most interesting storylines in the NFL from what I see as the six most interesting teams in this upcoming 2021 NFL season. Those teams are the Green Bay Packers the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Dallas Cowboys, the New England Patriots, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. These are the six NFL teams I find the most interesting, and it'll be very interesting to see how the NFL season plays out for them, as there's definitely a lot of storylines connected to all six teams. For example, will Tampa Bay repeat Super Bowl champions, and will the Kansas City Chiefs make it back to the Super Bowl? And also, what will happen with Green Bay with the Aaron Rodgers situation, now that Aaron Rodgers is back with Green Bay? Will this be his final season in Green Bay, and can he lead the Packers to the Super Bowl victory? How will Bill Belichick work things out with Mac Jones as new quarterback? Will they have the same dynamic as they did with Tom Brady, and can Mac Jones lead the Patriots in another Super Bowl? And what will happen with the Dallas Cowboys? Will the Cowboys rebound from last season with all the injuries and also their losing record? Will they be able to rebound this season? And how will Mike McCarthy do as in the second year as NFL head coach with the Dallas Cowboys? And then there's the Jacksonville Jaguars. How will Urban Meyer do in his first year as head coach at Jacksonville Jaguars? Urban Meyer's been in the news a lot lately since he became an NFL head coach, and most of it for bad news. So how will his first season in Jacksonville work out? How will Urban Meyer navigate a new NFL world after coming from the ranks of college football? It's these six teams and their storylines that I'll be recapping here in Brew Distilled. Now, I plan to have this on a weekly edition of Brew Distilled, a separate edition from the Sunday edition. I'm looking to have this probably on Wednesday, so do stay tuned for that as I'll be recapping just these six teams and how the week of the NFL played out for them and what their story is going to be and how their story will play out in this upcoming NFL season. And we're also looking at a very much interesting NFL season now that COVID restrictions are starting to come down the NFL, with the NFL saying they're going to be having more fans in the stands. So I do anticipate we're going to see a much more exciting NFL season with a lot of good storylines playing out, and also with some very good dramatic moments occurring at the same time. So I do look forward to hearing about that here in Future Dishes of Brutus Sealed when I recap the NFL season and the six teams I've just described. And there also will be drink pairings with each week of the NFL season, ranging from beer to mixed drinks and other drinks of interest. So do stay tuned to Future Dishes of to sealed as a recap the NFL season. It'll no doubt be very much an interesting and exciting NFL season, and I cannot wait to recap it for all of you. It's now time for me to recap Marvel's What If episode 4 titled, What If Doctor Strange Lost His Heart Instead of His Hands? Now, this week's episode is better than last week's episode. It definitely had a much more darker and dramatic storyline, very rich storytelling. It was actually one of the more anticipated episodes of this season, based on what I read about season 1 of Marvel's What If, given the nature of the storyline, and it definitely lived up to the expectations 
based on what I read, and also based on what the actors and cast of the episode said about this particular storyline with Marvel's What If Episode 4, which featured Doctor Strange. Now, this episode explores a scenario where Doctor Strange went down a darker path as opposed to the one he's now on in the MCU. In the MCU, he's more in a heroic path, but in this episode, Doctor Strange went down a darker path, becoming more of a villain in this episode, which came from an incident in the very first part of the episode, which came from a different chain of events in the first Doctor Strange movie. Now, we do know in the first Doctor Strange movie, Doctor Strange went on his journey to becoming the sorcerer after he lost the use of his hands in a car accident, but in this episode, he's not alone in the car. He's in the car with Dr. Christine Palmer as they're going to a reception where Dr. Strange is going to get an award. This is the same reception from the very first Dr. Strange movie, but in this modification, Dr. Strange does not go to the reception alone. He is instead joined by Dr. Christine Palmer, but in this modified episode, a car accident still does occur, but Dr. Christine Palmer is killed in the car accident, which does take Dr. Strange on this darker path, as he is not the one injured in the crash. He survives the crash unscathed. He still has use of his hands, but he suffers the loss of Dr. Palmer. And that's why I call the Nexus moment in this episode. This did not occur in the original Dr. Strange movie, so this is the major change in this episode where the death of Palmer really does have that negative and dramatic impact on Dr. Strange. Now, after the death, after the funeral, we do see where Dr. Strange went around the world, learning the mystic arts, leading him becoming Dr. Strange. It's then two years after that incident where he's still not over what happened. He's still grieving over the loss of Palmer, but he's also now Dr. Strange. And we also see glimpses in the training that Dr. Strange was getting to learn the mystic arts. In that process, in that training, he learned that there is a way to manipulate time and space. But this is immediately spotted by the Ancient One and Wong, who they see Dr. Strange doing this, and he warned him that manipulating time will have grave consequences if he chooses to go down that path, and he tell him it's not the right thing to do. But Dr. Strange still does make this discovery, and also stays on his mind two years into the future, where he's still grieving the loss of Dr. Palmer, but he's also remembering the method where he can manipulate time by changing the past. Now, since we see Dr. Strange act on this, he creates multiple realities where he tries to reverse the death of Palmer, but in each scenario, Palmer still does die, as it happened in the timeline. There's nothing Dr. Strange can do to reverse this. He then gets a visit from the Ancient One. She's well aware that Dr. Strange is doing this, he's going back in time to prevent the death of Palmer, but she tells Dr. Strange that there's nothing he can do. She tells him that her death was a point in time that cannot be reversed, and if he continues to do what he's doing, he's going to have very grave consequences on the universe that he's in. But this doesn't work on Dr. Strange. He still wants to go back in time. He still wants to bring back Palmer. He still has not overcome the grief that he's currently going through. And this does highlight one of the more dramatic and tragic moments in the episode where grief definitely does have sunk in to Dr. Strange. He's dealing with it very hard and he's also not taking it very well. He's not focused on his abilities as Dr. Strange. Now one thing I don't know, I do believe the first Dr. Strange movie definitely played out in this alternate timeline, but I also do believe this timeline is taking place before the events of Avengers Infinity War and Endgame as there's no mention of those events occurring in this episode. So I do believe this is probably occurring probably not long after the events of Doctor Strange, the very first Doctor Strange movie. Now going back to his visit with the Ancient One, Doctor Strange continues to converse with the Ancient One. She tries to tell him that if he continues to do what he's trying to do, it'll be the end of the universe that he's in. He refuses to listen. They end up getting into a fight over this. She says she has no choice but to stop him. But he ends up escaping through a window where he ends up in the jungle. He's confronted by a man in the jungle. And Doctor Strange tells the man he's looking for the lost library of Cagliarosto. As it's this location where Doctor Strange believes he's going to find all the knowledge and books that he needs in order to reverse time in order to bring back Palmer despite the previous failed attempts. Doctor Strange then learns that the man in the jungle is actually the librarian for the lost library. He's then taken to the lost library. He finds 
finds a book based on time manipulation. That's the one he's actually looking for. He tries to absorb the powers of a monster, which is actually the same monster. I do believe it's the same monster from the very first episode, one with all the tentacles that Captain Carter was fighting against. Doctor Strange tries to absorb the powers of the monster, only to fail in the end. He then wakes up in bed. The librarian, we now know as Ben, tells Doctor Strange and the beings that he's trying to deal with do not bargain. Doctor Strange then goes back to the library, despite being warned not to do so. And where he starts small, he absorbs the energy of other beings from the books that he's reading. It is very much a very intense scene, where we see various monsters come out of these books. We see like a cockroach, but he takes the cape off the cockroach. We see a dwarf. We see like a dragon, also like a two-headed horse. Various beings, various monsters that Doctor Strange is slowly absorbing the energy of. They go right into him, giving him more power in order for him to fulfill his quest and manipulate time, all in an effort to bring back Dr. Palmer. And we see the Watcher. The Watcher is watching all of this take place. He tells the viewer that he knows that Dr. Strange is on the wrong path. They could also warn him, but also believes it won't do any good. Now, this is interesting because Dr. Strange hears the Watcher talking. He then asks if anyone's there. The Watcher does not respond, and Dr. Strange resumes to what he was doing. And this is also the very first moment in the series of Marvel's What If, where something so dramatic is taking place that it causes the Watcher to break his silence by addressing what is going on, and also catches the attention of the character in the episode. Isn't after all of everything that Doctor Strange has done, where we see Bane on his deathbed, this comes after all the power Doctor Strange absorbed in the library, Doctor Strange does make an offer to Ben to reverse his death, but Ben says that death is part of the plan, which is something that Doctor Strange cannot accept. Ben then passes away, but he also tells Doctor Strange that he is not the only Doctor Strange in the universe, that he is only half a man. Now, Doctor Strange gets confused by this. He has no idea what is going on, as he is not aware there is indeed another Doctor Strange in the universe besides him, and that's when he transitioned back to the other Doctor Strange, the good Doctor Strange, as the one we saw absorbing all these powers is indeed the evil version of Doctor Strange. The one that's trying to bring Christine back from the dead. This other Doctor Strange you now see the good one is that Doctor Strange has come to terms with the death of Christine and that he is no longer trying to bring her back. But he's also unaware of the evil Doctor Strange that is in the same timeline that he's in right now. And he gets an answer when he gets a visit from the Ancient One. The spirit of the Ancient One who's now deceased appears to Doctor Strange and tells him everything that she had to do in order to stop him from making a reckless decision such as bringing back Christine in where she used a dark dimension to split the timeline and as a result created two versions of Doctor Strange, a good one and an evil one. She did that after he went through the portal, so as a result of him going through the portal, she could not follow him, which in the end, she had to create two timelines in order to maintain the universe to avoid it from being destroyed. But she also tells him that this evil version of Doctor Strange is threatening the very foundation of reality they're currently in, and that the good Doctor Strange has to stop him before he makes it worse, which in the end will destroy the universe that they're in. Now all around him, the universe is already starting to fall apart. Everyone is standing still, as if a stopwatched stopped him from moving, so Doctor Strange definitely knows that something is going on, and he's now well aware of this evil Doctor Strange, and he has to go out there and find him in order to stop him from destroying the universe. After the Ancient One leaves, Doctor Strange is talking with Wong about the situation, he says he's got to go find this evil Doctor Strange, but the evil Doctor Strange finds Doctor Strange first, and drags him into a portal. We now see two versions of Doctor Strange confronting one another, the good one and the evil one. The two end up engaging each other in combat, and it does appear that the good version of Doctor Strange wins, 
but behind him we see a shadow. Now at first I thought this was the shadow of the Watcher, but it's actually the shadow of the evil Doctor Strange. He ends up absorbing a good Doctor Strange, and that's when you see him bring back Christine. He's surrounded all by fire, but he uses his power to bring back Christine from the dead, thinking that in the end he's won. But then again, there's a catch. It's before that we do get a very moving moment with Doctor Strange talking with Christine in a room with a window, and I see the window as symbolic in the scene as appears to be showing a message that outside of the room they're in, that there is indeed a reality out there that is worth saving for Doctor Strange, but he also ignores it, as he chooses his own self-interest and ambitions over reality, without fear of the consequences that are soon to come. We then see Doctor Strange raise Christine out of the water in the car that she was in when it crashed, but his appearance has indeed changed, as he looks like all the monsters and demons that he absorbed when he's in the library, they have overtaken him. Christine then wakes up, she sees him, but she doesn't recognize him at all, she begins to try and get away from Doctor Strange, he's confused by everything that's going on, he has no idea what he just did, and also has no idea what he really looks like now, as he doesn't look like Doctor Strange at all. But he soon goes back to his normal self and his normal appearance, but then he starts to realize what he did. He realizes he made a very big mistake, but it's also too late to fix it, he just doesn't know it yet. Christina's confused by everything that's going on, she now knows it's Doctor Strange with her, but she also wants to know what he did because she knows that everything around them is not right. Doctor Strange then sees the Watcher watching the whole thing. He asks the Watcher to intervene, the Watcher declines, saying he cannot interfere, and Doctor Strange then says he knows all about the Watcher, he's read about the Watcher, so he knows who the Watcher is. As he makes a final attempt to get the Watcher to interfere and intervene, the Watcher says he cannot do that, also tells Doctor Strange that the Watcher is not a god, and neither is Doctor Strange. The Watcher then fades from view, leaving Doctor Strange alone with the fading Christine. Christine fades away, asking Doctor Strange what he did, leaving Doctor Strange all alone, as his entire universe is now destroyed based on his own actions. Doctor Strange now knows what he did. He knows he made a very big mistake, but there's nothing he can do to fix it. He's left alone to grieve, and that's how the episode ends. Also with a closing quote from the Watcher, and that quote is, One life, one choice, one moment can destroy the entire universe. And that is a final quote from the Watcher in this episode as the episode ends. With Doctor Strange, surrounded by appears to be a diamond resembling the Power Stone, while his own reality all around him is completely destroyed based on his actions. And that's how the episode ends. It definitely ends with a very much an unhappy ending, a very sad and tragic ending. And it also goes back to the title of this episode that was Expectations and Reality. In this episode, Doctor Strange had expectations that he was going to be able to fix all his problems by bringing back Christine. But in reality, the consequences are a lot worse because not only did that not occur, but he destroyed an entire universe with it in the end, leaving him with nothing but an empty void. And it'll be likely the most darkest and most tragic episode of Marvel's What If Season 1, but this is a great episode. I really love the episode. It's much better than last week's episode, and it'll no doubt be one of the better episodes of Season 1 of Marvel's What If, as it really did have an impact on Doctor Strange by showing this alternate version of Doctor Strange. And we also saw more of the Watcher in this episode, like in the beginning of the episode, we saw a full body shot of the Watcher watching from the sky in the beginning of the episode. And we also saw glimpses of the characters such as Wong and the Ancient One from the Doctor Strange film in this episode, and also saw more about how dark Doctor Strange can get in terms of the power that he has, and the choices he can make with that power, and also negative consequences that come from it. And this episode is also very intense. It'll likely be the most intense episode of Marvel's What If Season 1, and I also wonder, will this episode connect with the upcoming Spider-Man movie, because Doctor Strange will be in the next Spider-Man movie, and it does show some hints about what Doctor Strange can do when he alters reality, because a part of the Spider-Man movie is me Peter Parker making a wish to Doctor Strange, and that is for Doctor Strange to completely 
completely reverse the idea that everyone knows the identity of Spider-Man. So that movie is going to show the consequences of what happens when you make that decision with magic. So this episode could be a preview of what is to come in the upcoming Spider-Man movie, as you will see Doctor Strange perform a wish for Peter Parker, but there will be consequences from that which will lead to chaos in the multiverse. So I do wonder, will this episode be connected with the next Spider-Man movie, and also with the next Doctor Strange movie, which will come out next year? All that remains to be seen, but it could very well be possible. And another observation of interest in this episode was the idea that the Watcher took a great interest in the story in this episode, so much of a great interest that he himself considered intervening to stop what was happening, but in the end he chose not to, saying he cannot do that, as he had to let what was happening play out, even though it was not the desired outcome. But for the Watcher himself to consider getting involved really did show the impact that Doctor Strange was having. And even the voice actor of the Watcher, Jeffrey Wright, he said in an interview that this episode really had an impact on him, that he too took a great interest in this episode in terms of the content and the storyline involved. Because I believe this episode does have something for everybody who has encountered a tragedy and also wants to go back and reverse that tragedy, but can't in the end. And we saw that play out in the storyline with Doctor Strange. He tried to do that only to have damning consequences as a result. And there was also the idea about just letting things play out as they should without trying to reverse it in the end. But this episode is very much intense. I mean, I watched it twice in a row. I tend to watch every episode of Marvel's What If at least four times before recording a podcast. But watching it twice in a row may not be for everybody. You may want to take a break between watching this episode twice because it definitely does have a withholding value to it. This episode will stick with you long after the credits roll. It was that intense and dramatic as the story really does take the viewer to some very dark places in the MCU. Now the MCU is no stranger to having dark content in terms of dark storylines as that's very much a part of the MCU but this episode really took the MCU to a whole new level in terms of storytelling value in terms of dark content and also tragedy. But despite the very tragic ending this episode had I do believe we're going to see this version of Doctor Strange later on in the season as there was that clip where he does meet Captain Carter. So here's what I believe is going to happen. It's been speculated that the final episode of season one is going to have what is called the Guardians of the Multiverse team up to fight against a much greater threat in the multiverse. And two of those heroes are going to be Captain Carter and Doctor Strange. And I do believe it will include this version of Doctor Strange. So here's what I believe is going to happen. Captain Carter is going to find this version of Doctor Strange and recruit him to join this team of Guardians of the Multiverse. She will find him in that location where he was at at the end of this episode. And he will likely have a chance of redemption in episode nine of season one, where I do believe this action is likely to occur. This may also be done based on an order of the Watcher, so I do believe that Captain Carter will also interact with the Watcher as well, and the Watcher will get her to go recruit Doctor Strange to fight against his much bigger threat to the multiverse. So I don't believe the story for this version of Doctor Strange is over just yet. I do believe we're going to see him later again in the season, in the season finale, teaming up with Captain Carter and other versions of Marvel heroes as his multiverse facing off against a much greater threat. How we get there, we just don't know yet, but I do believe that several of these episodes are all going to be connected to one another. I do believe that episode one, episode two, and this episode are going to be all connected. I'm not sure about last week's episode in terms of episode three. I don't know if that's going to be connected with all these episodes, but I do believe that episodes one, two, and four, the one I just recapped, are going to be all connected along with other future episodes in season one of Marvel's What If. Now, that's just a theory right now at the moment, but I do believe that is likely to occur much later. So let's keep an eye out for this version of Doctor Strange as I do believe we're going to see him again. And this was no doubt an amazing episode. It was a great episode. I really liked it. It was a very intense and tragic story, but also one that's very much well told, while also serving as a cautionary tale when it comes to when someone tries to alter the past. Now, going back to the topic of the next Doctor Strange movie, it's been reported that the next Doctor Strange movie does resemble a horror movie, and this episode 
episode could very much be a preview of what is to come in that next Doctor Strange movie. Now, will this next episode have any connections with the next Doctor Strange movie? That does remain to be seen, but it very well could be possible, as there's been talk that Wanda might have seen the Watcher at the end of WandaVision in that post credit scene. Now, we do know Wanda will be in the next Doctor Strange movie. It's also been reported that she may be the villain of that movie, but it will no doubt be a very intense movie, and I do believe this episode could very much be a preview of what is to come in the next Doctor Strange movie. But right now, we're just going to wait and see what happens in the next few months, as you definitely do have some quite some time left before that movie does come out. But this episode definitely does give a unique preview of what may be to come in the world and story of Doctor Strange in the MCU. Now, as for my drink pairing for this week's episode, I got a beer to pair with this episode, and it's definitely a very unique beer. The name of the beer is called Damnation from Russian River Brewing in Santa Rosa, California. This beer comes in a bottle. I found it in a bottle over at Nuggets when I was looking for beer for the podcast. It has an ABV of 7.5%. Has a very nice golden color to it, and also the mild bitterness. It's a very good Belgian-style golden ale, and has very good flavors of fruit and banana. Also maintain a very dry, with a very spicy finish. But the bottle is very nice bottle, too. It has like a pitchfork on the bottle, and again, the name of the beer is Damnation, because the reason I'm pairing this beer with this episode of Marvel's What If is because Doctor Strange went on a very dark path in this episode, and in the end, he pretty much chose Damnation. That's what he pretty much what he did. He chose evil in order to advance his own agenda only to fail miserably in the end. And his beer from Russian River Brewing Damnation really does have a good pairing for this week's episode and it is no doubt a very good beer, a very good craft beer from Russian River Brewing. The flavor is excellent. I love the coloring to this beer. The 7.5 ABV definitely also makes this beer you want to sip and enjoy slowly without chugging it, just like with any other craft beer. And this beer definitely is a good beer to have when you're watching Marvel's What If. A definitely good beer I had when I was watching this episode. A really good beer to enjoy. And better yet, this beer is available all year round. And again, that is Damnation from Russian River Brewing in Santa Clara, California. And Russian River Brewing is very much a staple in California's craft beer community. They make some very excellent beers, and I definitely look forward to having more of the beers here on the Brutusil podcast. But they are this week's beer pairing with Marvel's What If, Episode 4, the Doctor Strange episode. And the name of that beer is Damnation. It is a golden-style Belgian ale. Definitely worth checking out. So do check out that beer, Damnation from Russian River Brewing. An excellent beer for the MCU. I'll be back next week with recap of Marvel's What If, Episode 5, which is rumored to include Thor. So I do anticipate a much more upbeat, much more optimistic, and a fun comedic episode, which is definitely needed after this last week's episode. This week's episode was great, but after this week's episode, we need a little more of an upcharge, more of an upbeat episode to help get our minds off the depression and uh, tragedy that we saw in this week's episode. So do look forward to that next week in next week's edition of Brew Distilled. And that'll do it for me this week. I'm your host, A.G. Monte Ale. Please do follow this podcast on Instagram at Brew Distilled Podcast on Instagram. And also please do check out this podcast on your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you all next week. And until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers. Cheers.